0: Welcome to Unbreakable Latina. Hi guys, welcome back to Unbreakable Latina. This is your host Melina. Please excuse my voice. I am kind of losing my voice because yesterday I sang my little heart out to Bad Bunny I just flew in this morning from Vegas, and it was amazing, let me tell you guys. So I got these tickets by luck. When the tickets dropped last year, I was on my old laptop with my shitty Wi-Fi. Like, I didn't have good Wi-Fi where I used to live, and my sister's like, I doubt you're gonna get these tickets. It was 11:50. The tickets dropped at noon, and now I was just like, "Well, maybe I will. Maybe I won't." But she was like, "No, you're not. You're not gonna get them." And I was like, "You know what? If I get some, I'm not getting you any because you're being a hater right now." And I was on. I had my laptop, my phone. And I had a couple windows open and what do you know, I land four tickets and I knew they were like decent tickets, but I did not expect them to be so good. I had section 23 row G and I mean, when you think about it, row G, I'm like, oh, that's probably like halfway up or down, whatever. And when we got there and I saw the seats and there was nobody in front of us, like I I don't think I could ever top that concert. I was in awe. I couldn't believe it. I was so happy when I got there. And I was just anxious to see him come out. And man, did he put on a show. So if you guys have the chance to go see him, he's amazing. I don't care what anybody says. Like, oh, you're basic. Everybody likes Bad Bunny. But I've liked him for a long time. And I'm not going to be that girl that says, like, I liked him before he was cool. But I have liked him for a long time. And I don't know if you listened to my previous episode, I bought four tickets. I ended up giving my sister her ticket and then her boyfriend and I had a plus one and it turns out my cousin Calvin manifested going to the concert with me and he was having the time of his life. My boy doesn't speak any Spanish, but he was trying to sing his heart out the best he could and... Even him who has gone to like many concerts and raves and he was like, dude, like I can't believe how good of a show it was. The fans were crazy. The only thing that really sucked was that the MGM, like it was so unorganized, like I hate to be this person, but we cut the line. Like we were not going to wait. Like somehow we snuck in. We didn't wait as long as other people did. And I feel bad low key, but not really. (laughs) but it was amazing. I sang every song. Every song he played, I just it couldn't get any better and it just kept getting better and better and better. So it was totally worth the money. I got them at face value, so I paid like 200 per ticket. And I think it was so worth it and I'd do it again. And Vegas was amazing. I'm so tired. I bought these uh what is it? Party Smart pills to um not get to help you not get a hangover. And honestly I think they did help. But what didn't help is my lack of sleep because I we got there on Friday and we rallied. We went all the way to like three in the morning and then woke up the next morning and I hate myself. I always wake up early no matter what time I go to sleep. So I was up by like seven. Tried to go back to sleep. Woke up at nine and then from nine all the way again till four in the morning. So all in total I probably have slept like nine hours. I got home showered, went to lunch with my mom, and then I had a couple things to return because oh my god, it was so cold in Vegas. It was so cold that um I took like a backup outfit or just in case we went to the club or something. But no, there's no way I wore jeans all weekend. I did wear one dress like a like a t-shirt dress, but it was like all the way to my ankles and even then I was freezing. So, all in all, it was epic. So, this week, I wanted to record this podcast. I know I've been very, like, each topic that I have is very meaningful, and I want to make it a little more lighthearted on some episodes and a little fun, and my brother called me actually the other day and was like, hey, like, you need to, uh, like, start being more like yourself. Like, I know you add more sauce to the stories, so keep on adding more sauce to the stories like you regularly would. But I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna show people the real me and I am dramatic as fuck And I am animated and I will put a lot of sauce in my stories because that's just the way I am And he's like you just need to be more like yourself and like he's so excited for me. It's so cute Shout out to my brother william if you're hearing this but my sister and my brother like been like talking about like doing stuff for the podcast and they're so excited and i'm like okay guys like i'm trying i'm trying but you know it's hard balancing work and balancing this but thank you guys so much like i i know every every episode i thank you guys for like supporting me and sending me those messages but i like sometimes i go to work and when i see my phone on my breaks or when i go to lunch i'm like is this real life like this makes my life so much more meaningful and I know it probably sounds dramatic like I said I'm dramatic as fuck but it really does like it encourages me like today I was super drained and I'm like no I have to record I have to record and I wanted to do this on Thursday because I had the day off I had some um some career stuff to do in the morning but on I had a really, really, really bad week, and I think I wanna cover a little bit of about that um so on Tuesday, I knew I was gonna have a very hard day at work. I was mentally prepared, I knew what my workload was gonna look like, but I didn't know that I was gonna have a mental breakdown, and I'm not usually like I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram story if you follow me on Instagram. Uh, I took a picture of myself crying in the restroom at work, and I'm not the type to be that dramatic. (laughs) I will never record myself crying, or unless it's like somebody catches it, but like I don't think that's ever happened. But I never would take a picture of myself. That's actually really cringy to me. Like the last thing on my mind when I'm like crying like Kim Kardashian is to take a picture of myself, but. Because I have dark humor, and one of my friends asked me how my day was going, or she said, oh, I hope you're having a better day than yesterday. And I sent her a picture of me crying, and then she's like, wait, like, is something wrong with your eyes, or, like, you're crying? And I just, I had to document it because it was the hardest day I have ever had in my five years, six years with this job that I have. And sometimes, like, you just need to speak up. Like, I let stuff build for a long time at work. And I would just, like, complain about it, like, amongst myself, amongst my coworkers. But, you know, a lot of jobs have this mentality of this is how it's always been. If anybody handled it for 100 plus years, like, you could handle it. And that's so old school and it's so fucked up and i hate it i hate that mentality that people have that this how it's been and it's always going to be like this and i stormed off crying because i was so stressed out and i was so upset and it was very embarrassing and i felt so vulnerable because i'm usually this like tough girl at work and being so vulnerable like that it made me feel weak like I'm not gonna lie like I was just like that is so embarrassing like people saw me cry like I broke down and I just couldn't even concentrate but after like talking to some of the people I had to talk to and maybe this it's nothing's gonna happen which I'm pretty sure nothing's gonna happen but just like it was very therapeutic for me to like say all the things that were wrong and why I broke down and it's not okay. It's not okay to destroy your mental health over your job. For me, um I've always been very like, oh I wanna be successful. I wanna be this and I wanna and I still do want to be successful. But your job doesn't define you. I have been a serial job hopper <laughs> since I was 16 i've pretty much left every job that i ever had the only job that meant a lot to me was when i worked at this law firm with the greatest boss of all time and that only the only reason i left was because he was retiring and there was no a movement there's no there was no room for growth there because people loved working there they weren't gonna leave and the manager had been there forever i believe he's still there he's super cool and that one sucked because I had never felt more appreciated in a job ever. And if anything, what I'm trying to say is that your job doesn't define you. And if you're not happy, like right now, if my coworkers are listening to this, I'm sure you guys know. I am exhausted. Um, I believe a lot of us are. With this pandemic, we're all short-staffed. but this job is not my whole life. And maybe it's the fact that I'm not married. I don't have children. I don't have to think about those things. It's easy for me to just like move to another job. I love my job, but I feel like my mental health has been declining because of it. Because outside of that, I am so happy with my life. I've never felt more sure of myself, but I don't know. I don't know what's next in store for me. I am just trying to remain positive. And after this weekend, like, like I had such a good weekend that it's like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Like you're going to figure it out. And everything happens for a reason. Sometimes you need dramatic shit like that to happen. So that way you could be thankful for what you have or what you have outside of work. Because like I said, your job doesn't define you. And if anything that the pandemic has taught me that life is fucking short, so short, and it's not worth to stress over a job that pays your bills. Like, sure, it pays your bills, but if it means, like, me going to another job and losing some money, then so be it. But, I mean, it is what it is. I'm gonna try to, you know, go in with a positive mind. Like, it's all I can do right now, and the world is really shitty right now. I live in a bubble and I know a lot of bad stuff's happening in the world, but for my own mental health, I decide not to watch the news. And for some people that might be like, "How, Melina, how could you just ignore what the world is going through? And it's like, why are you guys so focused on like the negative stuff, even though I know I know there's people's lives, people are losing their lives, innocent people. And it's dark. But for my own sake, I can't handle it. And I already have a lot on my plate. And I, I am not religious. I've mentioned this before. But I do believe in God. And I pray that things get better for all of us. But If you are struggling in your job, just remember it's not the end of the world. So many people are hiring. And if this means like sometimes I feel like things like this happen. So that way you could figure out who you are and what you want in life. And I don't ever want to be that bitter old lady that hates her job. Because low-key, I think I'm starting to be that lady. And I told myself that as soon as I felt like that. It's time to move on. And maybe I'm just speaking on an emotion right now because I was so upset last week. But what I'm proud of of myself for is for standing up, for voicing my opinions. And if it goes nowhere, it doesn't doesn't matter. Like, I said what I said. And I remember being like a 16-year-old girl working at freaking Carl's Jr. And getting bossed around by some mean, mean ladies. And I was so timid, and I was so shy, and I never wanted to hurt anyone's feelings, but I've had some really shitty jobs, and it's not the job itself, it's just the management sometimes, and I've had my fair share of really bad jobs, and really bad managers to the point that if (laughs) if they made me cry, I would quit because I would be like, no, like, I don't deserve this, even though I wouldn't voice what I really wanted to say. I do remember, like, this particular time that I quit a job. Um, I used to work at check and goes, like, check cashing place, and I don't know what was going on in between management and, like, the higher-ups, but I, something, they were covering something for somebody, and Someone asked, a higher up asked me a question and I, I told them the to answer. I mean, they have cameras everywhere and I got blamed for throwing my manager under the bus. But I was just like, how am I going to lie to someone that's way above everybody else? And um, I got upset and I wrote them this letter and I was like, I didn't know lying was part of my job. And I was like, how old was I? I don't know, like 20, 23. No. I was like 22 and I was barely getting, you know, a voice. (laughs) I used to be super shy, super timid, but no, that's not long. That's the old me. So like I said, if you see something, say something. (laughs) No, but voice your opinions. It is what it is. If I shot myself in the foot for voicing my opinion, then so be it. I really don't care anymore. I'm not going to be and pretend everything's handy fucking dandy because it's not. But anyways, after the rough day that I had and me posting the picture on Instagram and you guys showed me so much love and, you know, we all go through it. We all go through it. Nobody's perfect, but you just have to pick yourself back up. So Thursday, my whole plan was to um, record and like do all this stuff around my house. And I had an appointment in the morning. I went to go do that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go sit and have some cafecito. So I sat outside and had coffee in this little cute shop called Mi Cafecito. I had some cafe de olla, cold brew. Amazing. It tasted so good, but I was all cracked out. (laughs) Then um, another thing I wanted to discuss is solo dates. I talked about it previously. I've learned how to be alone a lot. And I took myself on a solo date and I said, you know what? I have the rest of the day off. Started off with coffee, came home, changed, got in some comfy clothes and, you know, I had already my makeup done and everything and I was like, I'm going to take myself out to my favorite bar, I'm going to go shopping and I'm just going to do everything that I fucking like. So I did and it took me a long time to get the confidence to just walk up to a bar and like have lunch by myself, but I've done it a couple of times and I'm not going to lie, I still get nervous going, I don't know why, but... I did it, and if you've never done it before, I suggest you try it. It's very empowering. And I went, I sat at the bar, I ordered my favorite drink, a whiskey sour, and I ordered my favorite appetizer, poutine fries, and a salad. It was delicious, and you'd be surprised about how many people there was there having lunch by themselves, and It's just nice to like, treat yourself. I did a little shopping and it just like made me feel thankful um although like i said i'm not happy right now at work but i'm happy that it allows me to treat myself and to take myself on dates and i made like this little mini vlog and i posted it in then tiktok talk and people were like how could you go by yourself and i'm like how could you not and like i said it takes a lot of guts and start off easy. Start off like go to your, go to a movie and go to Target by yourself. And a lot of people don't do that and I, I don't get it. But it's because they're used to being around people all the time. And I used to be a little like that. But I crave solo dates so much now that sometimes I'll just take a random day off and be like, all right, I'm going to treat myself. I've gone to the beach by myself. And that was nerve-wracking. I've never been to the beach by myself. But it was so peaceful. Like, just to sit there and eat my bagel and drink my coffee and just hear the waves. And if you haven't done solo dates, I suggest it. Treat yourself like you don't need someone to take you out. Take yourself out. Speaking of dates. (laughs) So, last weekend on Sunday... I've been I had been talking to a guy for like a week. i matched with him on Hinge. Cool guy. Um, and okay, so another sidetrack. So now that I have this podcast, and obviously I'm very active on social media. So when I match with somebody or when I meet somebody is usually social media or. I match with them on hinge and I always like want to get their Instagram, not so much to be nosy, but to try to see if they're real. Cause I don't want to get catfished. So, um, this particular guy didn't have social media and I've said it before, like, Oh, red flag, but he kind of explained himself. And I was like, okay, like I get it, but like everything else matched. So I believed him. And now that I'm somehow it slipped that i had a podcast and i was like shit like he didn't have to know like at least like when i match with a guy and they see my instagram they know that i have a podcast but it's kind of weird because i'm being an open book before i really want to be open book but at the same time i'm like si no me quieren a mi traumada they don't deserve me at my best <laughs> but yeah i told him and um you're, he's probably listening right now hey <laughs> but i kind of was hesitant but at the same time, like I said, I was like, whatever, fuck it. It's out there. They're going to find it eventually. And if they don't like what I do, then he's not the right person for me. But anyways, back to the date. So um, we had been talking for a week. We talked on the phone. We FaceTimed because I wanted to make sure it was the guy I was talking to. And I mean, the it was cool. Like I thought we we're going to hit it off. We went to, um, he invited me to coffee on Sunday. We went and then he asked me if I want to go to brunch. So we went to brunch after and everything was nice. And I liked him and I wanted to see him again. So we decided to go on another date on Tuesday. Um, I met up that day that I had a freaking mental breakdown and he's like, are you, do you still want to go? Are you sure? Like, I know you had a rough day and I was like, no, you know what? Like, let's do it. But after we had met on Sunday, like the conversation just seemed It's like he was cool, but I was just like, maybe he was just shy. And like the conversation kind of died a little. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, we just saw each other. Like maybe by the time I see him on Tuesday, like the conversation will be good and like we'll have a good time. And I was already like feeling hesitant about it. Like honestly, I didn't really want to go, but at the same time, I wanted to go to see if it was going to be a match or not. And I know it probably sounds like really soon, like, oh my God, like two dates. But you know, when you know, you know, like I have dated and I usually get excited when I see somebody or when I make plans with somebody, but I just didn't feel excited. At the same time, I was thinking, oh, it's because you've had a couple of rough days. But I was just like, "Mm, no, let's just like figure this out now. So I go on that date and um, I don't know, I just felt like really forced and the conversation like I just felt like I kept talking and like I was getting like one word answers from him and he just didn't seem interested and I was just like what the fuck am I doing here like I don't know it was just awkward we got the bill like we were just like staring at each other for a while and I'm like all right like let's go home (laughs) and I just I thought about it when I left and I was like oh like I don't have a good feeling about this like I don't want to see him again and when we initially started talking um we shared that well, actually, he's the one that brought it up. He's like, hey, if you're ever not feeling it, like, just tell me, like, I don't want to get ghosted because I've been ghosted before. And I've also been ghosted myself. And if you don't know what ghosting means, um, ghosting is like when you abruptly just stop talking to somebody and it's usually used in dating. It's I never knew about ghosting, but <laughs> now that I'm dating, I know Um, I was ghosted once before. And he shared that he he's been ghosted and that it's a shitty feeling. And I agreed. I said, yeah, if you're not feeling it either, just let me know. We're all adults here. The last guy that ghosted me, I was like shocked. I, um, we had one date, and he was like, oh, I want to see you again. Like, I can't wait to see you again and this and that. And then he talked to me the next day and then didn't talk to me after. And I was the last to text him. I texted him last. So I was just like, I'm not going to try like, if he doesn't want to talk to me, he doesn't want to talk to me. But don't be fucked up, people. Like, why are you pretending? I feel like a lot of these people do it because they probably have something else going on. And, like, they go on and off of these dating apps. And then um, they realize, like, oh, yeah, I want to get back with my ex or whatever. <laughs> so I did a poll on Instagram. And I said, do you prefer to ghost? And 42% said yes. And 58% said no so personally i think it just depends on the situation if it's someone that you have a good um, communication with and sure let them know but i don't know why this guy's ego got so hurt because so i sent them this text i said hey so i wanted to be upfront with you i had a great time getting to know you but ultimately i just don't feel the romantic connection That I'm looking for I wish you all the best and like he never responded and I I mean I thought because we had this conversation before he would be like okay I completely understand like nice getting to know you but obviously his ego was like majorly hurt like right away unmatched me blocked me or whatever and I was just like well if I didn't think that this was the right decision this just solidifies that I made the right decision and don't feel bad like I felt Initially, like, oh, I didn't want to, like, it's so uncomfortable, like, to tell somebody, but I would rather know than to get, like, strung along or just to, like, not hear back from somebody and just get ignored and blocked, so it is what it is, and and if you're the guy that um, I just told that to and you're listening to my podcast, please stop. It's kind of weird, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyways, that's all I have for you guys. I plan to bring the guests in. I think I figured out how to do the um, remote recording. And like I said, I'm going to try to do a little like more lighthearted episodes and in between mix some guests and I'm ready for this. I'm ready. I think I know how to do this now and I'll be contacting all of you guys who emailed me soon to set up a date It's just been really busy but i think now like i i have a whole month of not going anywhere not traveling until next month we'll see where we go next month next month's my birthday month i'm gonna turn 32 oh my god literally i feel like i was just 28 a couple days ago (laughs) don't forget to take yourself on that solo date and don't ghost people or ghost people if needed And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Follow me at Unbreakable Latina on Instagram and on TikTok. I hate to admit, I do have a TikTok. But that's how a lot of you guys found me. So I am active on it. I I am a part-time comedian. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Just kidding. Hope you guys have a wonderful one. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. (laughs) Thank you.